Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday. And that means it's one of my favorite days of the week, and I hope all of you enjoy the show. I love doing it. It is such an opportunity for me to share the information, to bring it out to the masses as best I can, and to give everybody the opportunity to share back. I learn from the show. I'm expanding as I do the show. It's really cool. The It's just, it's just a terrific opportunity for all of us, and so I love this day every week. And that brings to mind that I'm not having the show next week. <laughs> the reason is I'm traveling and I'll be unable to to do it. So there will be no show next week on the 22nd, but it will be back. I'm not going anywhere. It's just a tentative thing, uh, a once in a blue moon thing where I'll be traveling that day. And even if I pre-tape a show, I actually have to be at the computer to start the show and also to end it. So it doesn't make it, it's just impossible when I'm tra- when I'm traveling. So that's why I am not having a show next week, but I will be back on October 29th, uh 2014, the very next week after that. And today's show is going to be exciting and powerful and I'm I'm very um I'm very excited about today. I have two healings people have written in, and one of the people who's wrote in is also calling in, <laughs> and it's my honorary co-host. She, Her name is Robin. I'm sure you've all heard me talk about her. And she's on, and she's going to be present for her healing. And I'm going to begin with her, since she's already on, and I will start her healing in just a minute, but I want to just talk about a couple of other things first. One is, so just hold a bit, Robin. Uh, One is that I just want to tell you about my website. I very rarely kind of talk about that sort of thing, but it's JanetRichmond.com, and there's just so much on there. There's a lot of information. So much, so much is on there that's free. The archives of the radio shows that I've done now for almost three years. And they're very different. They've unfolded and moved and expanded. And there's a lot of information. There's healings in every almost every single one, starting from the very beginning of the show, back in, I think it was January or February 2011. And I have a, an assistant now, Kathleen, Catherine, who is absolutely fantastic. And she is going through and she's upgrading the descriptions because I think we just did them too fast or something. And she's putting like a title for each show. So that's an ongoing project because some of the shows, the description is so vague, she actually has to listen to the show. And so it's going to take some time for her to really get fully that fully completed. But it should facilitate those of you who are looking for specific topics uh, something that fits your own life because 
for the first two years, I did what I call generic healing. So I would work on a topic, maybe depression or maybe some sort of illness or fear, panic or whatever. I would pick a topic, I would discuss it, and then I would do a general healing. There wouldn't be a specific individual tied to that healing. But they're very powerful nonetheless. And if you see a topic that is really speaks to you and it's part of your pattern in your life that you want to shift and change, I recommend that you know you do that. But the, And some of them have been fixed. There are titles for some, but it is an ongoing process. And hopefully within, you know, maybe by the end of next week, she'll have it completely up to par. Uh, and I appreciate so much that she's going in and doing that to help facilitate it for you guys. All right. I also have a book. Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. Now, something very recently happened. I got an order from the Netherlands for the book. And the book is, I think, total, something like with the California tax, well, fifteen ninety-five plus whatever tax. But the shipping was like $36 to send it to Netherlands. So Needless to say, the person who ordered it didn't follow through and pay because the book is half the cost of the sending of the um, postage. But I think for sure there's something wrong with that. So if any of you do want a book, you should email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. So let me find out how much the actual cost is. We redid the store on my website maybe a year ago, and I've the only orders I've had for my book have always been ebooks, so we've not run into this postage postage issue before. But I don't want it to have you know dismay any of you. So I'm just letting you guys know that you can order it from Amazon and they would have the right postage. You can order the ebook. You can also write me if you want it to come from me, which is fine, but it's no need. Either way, I'm happy for you to have the book. So I'm just kind of letting you guys know because it was upsetting to me for her, the woman who had ordered the book. She probably thought, oh my gosh, she's just trying to rake in the money on the postage. And all. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. So as I'm sure you all can tell and would know, in any case, I wanted you all to know that you can always get it from Amazon. You can actually even go go to booklocker.com and order it through Booklocker. That's the online publisher I used for that first book. So there's a lot of avenues that you can use to get the material. And But in, in, other than that, there's tons of information on my website, tons of things that you can order and what well, not order, you can look at, you can listen to the archive shows, you can read, I've got information on there. I have a button called free downloads, I believe it is, and there's the amalgamation statement, and that's going to help each of you do this for yourself. Now, I'm thinking of changing the amalgamation statement because I've redone it for my meetup groups. I've simplified it so that each of you can literally start immediately upon downloading it and so if you just wait a little bit, I'm going to get that changed. But still, the one that's on there is perfectly usable, and many, many people have used it for a couple of years now, I think. I've had that on there. So uh, it's not that it's unusable, but if you want something even easier, tune in in a week or two, and I'll have the easier one on there. Okay, so 
just if you want to call in, you can. The number is 646-668-8565. However, I do have two healings already for today. I couldn't handle another healing. It's probably better to email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. That seems to be the route because I'm on when most people are at work. And that it's, it's become sort of the way of the show that I get the emails. I already have one or two healing requests for the October 29th. So it's just harder for someone to call in. But it doesn't mean you can't. The it's very important to me if that's your option is calling in again at 646-668-8565. I really want to encourage you to call in anyway. And even if I can't get to the healing that day, I can take it down and I can plug it in for another day because you can just tell me on the show. And maybe I can do a quick a quick one on it, even if I have something else going on. So anyway, that's it, guys. And I wanted to give you a little bit of feedback. Sheila, who I worked on, I believe it was last time, she sent me a thanks for the healing, and she said, it was as if everything I suffered during my past life was covered. And she was amazed. She says, at certain points, I could actually see myself in exactly the same manner as you did. Now, I can tell you, tell Sheila right now, I did not cover all of her past lives. That's not not something I could do in one go because we've had so many eons of lifetimes. But I'm glad she felt like it, it hit home. And she said she has much more clarity and wisdom now and the sorrow and despair is gone. I also want to address Sheila to just let her know that if it comes back, the sorrow and the despair, listen to the healing again, pull down the archive show, start to do. And she has bought the book, so she has the book. And Sheila, I just want to say to you, I do want you to, maybe I can actually send it to you on over the email because I we are in touch via email. I want her to have the shortened version so that she can do it even more in her life. Um, she also liked the physical healing I did. Remember, I did the part on, I believe it was illness, and I worked on the lower part of the back, and she had, she said she she had not told me about her backache, but because when I concentrated on her lower body, she really felt it and it felt great. So that was that was good. I'm so, I was so glad to have helped her in whatever ever way. And actually, it's you guys, whoever I'm healing, that's doing the healing. It is you that is absolutely directing the healing energy and directing how much you take in and it's you at the soul level that's where we carry the free will and so i can't take credit for for the actual healing i just bring you the concepts the ideas help you activate the energies and you do the rest so and not only that but each person who asks me gives the opportunity for so many more people in this in this world, in this universe. If you've been listening to my shows, many souls come in to take part, to take a piece, whatever they need or want or are ready for, of the energies. So it's an opportunity for many, many souls. So trust me, I have a tremendous appreciation for each and every one of you that, that call in or write in and allow me to do the work on the air. Okay, 
So I was going to go and do the other request first, but since Robin is here and she's online, I'm going to go to... I was going to do the other request first, just so you know, because it came in before Robin's request. So I'm usually try to put them in order, but I'm definitely going to get to it. So Sheila, uh, I mean, not Sheila, Eileen will be able to listen to the show later tonight. She's not able to listen to it during the actual show, but she's going to listen tonight. It won't matter for her whether I do it first or second. So I'm going to put the mic on for Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi, Janet. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm no, I know. Ready, uh, so we have so much to say. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm just, you know, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I really need it, both for the issue I wrote in and just... Uh, just lately been feeling some agitation and irritation and so I know everything will get handled so <laughs> well here's here's the thing you'd written me a, um your email explaining what you needed do you want me to go ahead and kind of go from the email and explain to the listeners or would you like to explain to the listeners what you want the healing to be it doesn't matter to me cuz you're very clear in your email so and it's a great great topic we all need this oh oh good good well i can i can just summarize it real quickly um you know basically i uh i decided i'm gonna go i think it's not this coming weekend but the weekend after to this uh three-day conference in pasadena the i can do it conference um by hay house and um there's a lot of great new age wisdom speakers that are going to be there on, you know, all kinds of topics, spirituality and health and, and um, uh, just, and, and, and uh, psychic stuff. And a lot of these people I have been looked up to for years, read their books, you know, consider them kind of mentors and, um, and yet I've never met any of them. And um, so I decided to go to this thing live and get a chance to not only hear and, and meet and, and see them in person, but also to meet them. And I'm excited about it, but, it, you know, as soon as I decided to do this, it kind of brought up this age-old sort of fear and terror of when I meet people that I really admire, you know, I I it. I go into this feeling of feeling of less than, you know, immediately. And I'll never yeah. forget this one, this one teacher. I went to this workshop once, and I really admired her. And I, the whole weekend, I was so tongue-tied. I could hardly relate. I was so mad at myself, but I just was just like, I just was terrified. Now, that was a long time ago, and I have made, progress and we have worked on issues of self-esteem and and self-worth I have with you and and it is it is better um and yet I could just feel this this terror come up in me and you know when I when I you know when I go to meet these people that I've put up in a, on a pedestal and consider these fabulous teachers it just is a whole different level of 
it's just a whole different level than people I know and see and interact with in my everyday life. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to to deal with because I really want to go and, and just, you know, feel comfortable in my own skin and be able to meet them and look them in the eye and appreciate them and not feel um, just so little and less than. Well, I can relate, and I know a lot of the listeners can relate to this, because I had this fear of anyone who was older than me. They were six months older even, and immediately I would go into, you know, that terror place. That having this less than feeling, feeling smaller than, feeling like here's this great person and I'm a nothing. <laughs> that, right. that is, uh, it's just, it is, it's crippling. It's crippling. I would go into a hiding routine and I've talked about it on the shows where I would blur my eyes and because I didn't want to even see them and it was sort of if I can't see them then they can't see me and and it was just it was terrifying and I so I can I can personally can relate and some of the listeners may or may not have had it that intense but I'm sure that most of the listeners if they met you know I don't know some movie star they would get a bit tongue tied too even even if they didn't have the extreme thing that, that you and I have had. And you have, I can speak for you, definitely improved um, on this feeling of self and the sense of self and feeling good about yourself. But you know what? This stuff takes time to be gone completely, and I love the opportunity to work some more on it. Great. Yeah, me too. Me too. I... I uh... You know, this is an opportunity to really uh, dig deeper, and uh, um, it'll be, and I'll be able to, you know, see how the weekend goes um, and get get actual feedback. <laughs> you know <laughs> how how, right. how, I'm, how I'm feeling, and and uh, but you know, and also just my general ability to enjoy the weekend and feel good about putting myself out there. Yeah, well, I wish that for you, too, and I'm sure all the listeners do as well. I really do. Now, um, you had also said in your email, which I did want to comment on just a bit before we get started on the healing itself, you said, it seems I automatically assume a position of inferiority and subservience when confronted with such people. I see them as great and me as wanting. And then you say... Let's face it, there are many beings on this planet that are more highly evolved than me, and there are also, no doubt, many beings on this planet that are less evolved than me. Now, I want to comment on that last sentence there because (laughs) no one is more evolved or less evolved in the sense that it's come through there. There's no one better or less good than anybody else. There's one. If there's one thing I want to impress on all the listeners, really, is that the pure soul essence that we carry is the great equalizer. We are all expressions of the originating source, and as such, there is total equality with every single soul. The idea of more evolved and less evolved is one that has made, it makes its way around, and I hear it from time to time, and I just really want to encourage you, as well as all the listeners, to, it's not about 
more evolved or less evolved. First of all, on this planet, in the, the now, all the souls on this planet, all the human souls are very, uh, they wouldn't be here if they weren't, for the most part, very uh, expanded in their evolutionary frequency. And there's no way of knowing who's more evolved, less evolved, because they're very evolved people, for example, that are prisoners in, the, in a prison system. They're very evolved people that are present in, in tribal societies on the planet. The, the normal uh, way of making that kind of judgment, which is what it is, is unfortunately very limited. And for the most part, it turns out to be a misjudgment. So I know that I know that this may not come as a surprise because I'm talking about the equality all, all the time and it's part of the wheel rim that we're all standing on the rim. And one, one week we had animals coming in as standing equally on the rim. We all have that pure soul essence. You know, who can say what's more important, the blood cell or brain cell? Each one of those cells carries the full double helix. And each one of themselves have, those cells have a different expression. But you would never say, oh, my blood is more important than my brain. So that's what I'm, I want to, to get across that the, you probably didn't think carefully about that, <laughs> that sentence. You know, you just meant that some, I, I think what you meant more along the lines is some people will be more progressed in their movement or their, Whatever, but even that, each of us has our own rate of progression, our own rate of involvement. You could have chosen at the soul level not to um, pull in the full destiny pattern, the full self connection, the full this and the full that until your 70s or 80s. Because your life, you want to end up in helping the the elderly. I'm just making this up. We can't judge somebody else's process, somebody else's involvement, because we don't know. We don't know enough. So no matter, I mean, you know, there's prodigies that are born, and like Mozart, they can play the piano and create things at age three and four. They're prodigies in that, but, but they aren't as the other parts of their life pattern may not be as developed as somebody else that's 30 years older or, or even two years younger that has develop some other aspects of you know what I'm saying so we don't know yes. there are so many I just want to encourage you and all the listeners to move away from that kind of judgment because it immediately sets up a hierarchical thing where there's right. somebody right. better more what how, whatever the vision is or the perception or the arena is that you're talking about and that too sets up the whole thing about feeling inferior because those people that you think are higher on the hierarchy would give you feelings of inferiority and being less than. And so when when we get into the healing, I'm pretty sure some of that will be addressed. And it's normal that we all have that kind of hierarchical thing. From the moment we're born, we have older sisters and brothers and younger sisters and brothers and the minute we go to school there are the grades and the you know people who are further along in the grades and then in business there's always hierarchy of of you know what kind of job you have are you you know the lower level or are you a managerial or supervisory or are you the president so that this hierarchy kind of thing is normal and natural for all of us to go to there isn't a any um 
shame or anything about it. It's just part of the human condition. But I'm just encouraging that we try to look at that we're all equal and that it isn't about the hierarchy because each and every right. one of yeah, so you understand, and I'm right. sort of being a dead horse. Well, I, think. I do, and I, I think I think that that no, I'm glad, really glad you brought it up because I think that kind of speaks to the heart of the matter, which, which is, you know, on the on the one hand, I I, I understand, I, I I believe what you're saying, and I understand it. It's more of the expanded perspective of re- what really is, but but I think you know when 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 we meet these great people. It's a good example of how the ego immediately gets engaged and gets into judgment. And, um, you know, what I really want to accomplish and what I've been working for in my life is is getting, instead of the default position to, to be sort of a judging ego, is to have the default position as the expanded pers- perspective of, you know, understanding that we're all, you know, we're all one and there isn't one that's really better or less than. And, you know, that's the kind of shift that I am really going for, you know, with with this healing on an an even deeper level. Well, I can say, first of all, that just having the awareness that there is an expanded position puts you, gives you a huge leg up. And I don't use the term ego, but I know what you mean. It's that knee-jerk reaction to judge, and especially judging yourself. Oh, I'm less than. <laughs> it's that knee-jerk reaction, whether you call it saying, calling it, it's coming from ego, or I, I would say it comes from those deep entrenched belief systems that we carry, and all the things that make up those belief systems, the and the self identities that we that we're less, we're inferior. And so what happens is those powerful people, they trigger this automatic knee-jerk response from those old patterns that we have. And we're going to work on this for you, Robin, and I'm telling you that you absolutely have a leg up just having the awareness. I'm telling you that from my heart because if you think back maybe 20 years ago or 30 years ago, maybe you never did have the awareness. Until we have the awareness, it's it's as if we don't have the choice. But now you have the choice, and you are working hard to move to that place, to get to that helicopter pilot thing. I've done the helicopter pilot, haven't I? <laughs> right, I'm, yes, yes. Yes, we want, to, we want to live out of that place. And so right. know that there is that place, Really, otherwise you don't have choice. So mm-hmm. I'm excited, uh-huh. and we will we'll start to dig, and I want to get going so that I okay. can, you know, have full amount of time too for you and for the next person. Okay, sounds so, good, lady. Um, I'm going to put your mic off, but I'll turn it back on when I'm done. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Um, Robin certainly knows and any listeners that are either new or haven't been listening that much please get into that place of comfort where you are you're able to really focus because it is our focus of attention that allows us to activate and call in the divine energies that we carry it is very very important 
to to keep that focus of attention. You can just listen to my voice, and we begin the whole exercise by having all of us focus on the physical body. I want you to focus. It's simply an exercise, a simple technique to bring that focus of attention in. We don't want the mind to keep spewing one thought after another thought. We want to pull that mind's eye in. Think about the body. What are the positions of the arms and legs, your hands and feet? What are they touching? Are they touching each other or the couch? Feel the connecting points where you're contacting the couch or the chair or the floor and bring the mind's eye in and focus right here, right now, on my voice, on your body, and as I, as I see and experience you all doing it, what I'm seeing is the now moments pop up. This is an exercise to bring us into the now moment, and the higher selves give me a symbol, and I see Robin's now moment already there, mine is there. We are activating that simple uh, wagon wheel symbol where there are many listeners, past, present, and future, on the rim of the wagon wheel. Robin, you're in the center on the hub. And I'm watching as the now moment gets processed by the ones on the on the wheel, uh, the rim of the wheel. And there are many, many here. This wheel is getting bigger every week, which I love. And it's because we keep, it's all the past listeners, the current and the future listeners. So each week those numbers expand. So the wheel symbolically does get larger and there are more and more souls around that rim. And again, what what is important is to think of this rim of this wheel as very similar to the King Arthur's table of the knights with a round table. There was no one sitting at the head table. There was no hierarchy. And that, again, speaks to the point that Robin had mentioned in her email and that I responded to, that we're all sitting here as equals. We all carry the pure soul essence, the great equalizer of all souls. And right now I'm going to activate, ask every one of you to activate the expansion of the now moment so that it just, it's an energetic field. It's not fleeting. It is being held in place. The higher selves are helping us by holding that now moment right in place. And we're going to expand it simply through thought. Think about it getting bigger and bigger, expanding around you 360 degrees 360 degrees, it's happening quite fast. And as it expands, it begins to encompass the totality of the past nows, the present and the future nows for all those souls that are involved in this this healing, this radio show, all of the listeners, all of the participants in this show. And so is this energetic field, and it's already happening, it moves all of us into the center of the forever now moment, and this forever now moment is getting humongous. It is expanding to encompass the totality of all of us at the being level from the earliest time we were minerals all the way into the future now and everything in between, all of us when we were plants, animals, and the totality of our human journey. It is encompassing 
much more of the soul level uh, beingness that, that I have shared on the show. But just let me tell you, it's not the time to expand on it, but it is very, very powerful. I call it a time-space continuum. And I see it symbolically as bridging the totality of the universe and it is so big, I don't really see the ends of it. It's sort of completely out of my visual abilities. And But what I do know is that the, the, the arena that is encompassing the future now is, is, is in a continual process of becoming moment to moment. So even though we are in this time-space continuum, it is not a static energy field. It is one that continues to grow because the future nows continue to expand for all of us, even though we are being held and having this healing in this moment. The future nows are expanding, and it's just very interesting. It's as if it's um it's almost to me like a busy, active, uh, bubbly uh, sea. It's it's and it's just keeps expanding. It's as if something is coming up from the bottom and bubbles are coming up and it's just active and growing deeper and deeper and more expansive and more and more and more. And it's very, very exciting, very, very powerful because the evolutionary process never ends. It's never done. There's no end goal and there's no timing. There's no one right, one right way. No soul is ever lost. Ever lost. Every soul is of equal importance. Uh, we are all expressions of the originating source, just like all of our cells are expressions of our DNA, and each cell carries the full double helix. So this is a very powerful space that we're in, and it allows us to dig really deep in the healing because we are going to be healing all the past and even the future now simultaneously. Now, even though I'm working on Robin, all of these souls that are part of the rim are not only going to be adding their energies and their light to facilitate and pro help Robin process, but each and every one of you will also be receiving the energies as well. Each and every one of you will be able to work a healing on yourself. You may not have the identical issue, the identical degree of what Robin may carry, but we've all had so many eons of lives that each listener will have definitely, un, there's, there's no doubt, will have elements, the same elements of whatever comes up for Robin. And so I want each and every listener to please be active. If something comes up for you that needs to be released or healed, go ahead, use your own mind, go ahead and do it. I don't need to say it for each and every one of you. You can be an active participant in your own healing. Future listeners, when you're listening, it's some a lot of stuff is coming up for you. Pause the pause whatever the recording is that you're listening to, go through your own releases and then turn it back on. Be the active participant. I encourage everyone to do that. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to activate the amalgamation with or the becoming one with the totality of the conglomerate higher self energy. And that was already here, but just my saying it allowed it to to sort of step to the front because being from the divine will level, the 
higher selves also are called in. And my verbalizing it allows them, all of the listeners and myself, were actively inviting them in, even though they were already present, and that the energy here is incredibly, incredibly powerful. And as we do this, Oop, did, I think I forgot the pure soul essence. We, it doesn't matter. We can do it in any order. I want to act, have all of us activate our pure soul essence. That is that divine part that we all are from the originating source. And I want everyone, I use the symbol of the sun. I want you to pulse that sunlight out, pulse it into the forever now moment. And the light between the higher self energy and the pure soul essence energy is intense. It's, it's almost blinding. I feel like I need dark glasses just to perceive it in a way. And it is so huge. It's so huge. And there are just many, 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 many souls that are partaking of the energy as it moves across this time-space continuum. I'm also asking that we move, consciously move, right into the center of the pure soul essence of the originating source. It's hard for me to even conceive what that pure soul essence is because our pure soul essence is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. And so I don't know what, what that means exactly when I say let's amalgamate and become one with the pure soul essence of the originating source of all there is. But at some level, I sense that we are moving in and becoming one with the totality of the originating source. It's as if this time-space continuum that was bridging or expanding throughout the the universe is now encompassing the totality of the universe. It's not just moving through it. It's as if it is we're now part of all there is. And I'm just asking the listeners, Robin and all the listeners, to just experience this amazing field of energy. If you can't experience it, you can imagine it. That's just fine. If you want to just think it, I am all there is, even though that may feel difficult for you, we are all there is. Just like each cell is the to- carries the totality of the DNA, even though we're expressing in one way or another, we are all there is. And you can say, I am all there is. It's a very powerful energy field and Upon that thought, I am um, being indicated that we are going to invite in not only the listeners, past, present, and future, but I'm going to invite in any soul that would like to partake and participate, conscious at the conscious or unconscious level, in this healing today. And with that, just I can't even tell you, but. It's just an inordinate number of souls came in. And there's many that are standing on the hub with Robin. There's others that moved to the rim. Um, The reasons for each soul, place where they chose, doesn't matter. Because each soul would have its own uh, intentions, its own reasons. But in fact, we've just been joined by a huge amount. And this wheel has gotten so big, I can't sense it anymore. And that sort of 
bothers my pea brain. But so I'm just going to pull the symbol in and make it one that I can perceive symbolically because as a symbol it can be manipulated. And so I'm seeing you, Robin, and my focus, of course, is you. But there's a lot of people that will be benefiting from this healing today. Now, the first thing I would like to do is activate the Rainbow Bridge energy. This is a divine energy we all carry. It is a very powerful energy, and it's multifaceted. It's um, the first thing that it does when we activate it, and I see it immediately come happening, immediately being brought in. Uh, it connects every individual at the chakra level to the chakras with the higher self, with the originating source. And the reason this is important is that chakras are energy exchange points. And the more efficient the chakras can work, the better for us, because they are often the the avenue through which the energies that we carry get released into our light, and it also there are often avenues where we bring in uh, divine energies from the originating source. So the the importance to have our chakras run as efficiently as we can can't be emphasized enough. That's the first thing. Now, the second thing is the rainbow bridge itself is being formed. And what it does is it takes symbolically the colors of each chakra, combines it coming out of the heart area and in a bridge of sorts or in a column of rainbow-colored light. And it this light is moving down those spokes from the rim to the hub but it's also going around the rim. So the rainbow colors are not only processing down the spokes, providing the hub and making the hub a rainbow bridge platform, but the rainbow bridge is also moving around the rim of the wheel so that the energies that we provide for Robin and anyone else on the hub is also being provided for all of those standing on the rim. So everyone in this healing is going to get tremendous amount of help. Now, the rainbow bridge is perfectly, absolutely perfectly balanced. Remember, it is a divine energy. And so any energies that we wish to give to Robin, any exchanges, any help that we can provide both Robin and all others and provide ourselves is going to be able to travel easily and effortlessly along this perfectly balanced bridge. Okay. I'm also getting the feeling we need to all project into the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. This is a very powerful energy field, like all the energies we use at the divine level, and it carries divine material balance, which is simply divinely and perfectly balanced manner manifesting or materializing from the concrete to from the abstract to the concrete which enables us to manifest more easily what we are trying to bring in from the our ideal level like robin has the idea she wants to go in and be comfortable she wants to enjoy the three-day event she wants to bring in her feelings of equality rather than her feelings of being less than and being terrified. And so we want to bring, that's one of the reasons we bring in this 
divine material balance because it can help materialize in her actual reality the from the idea, the abstract idea, into the concrete. And it helps us with everything, every single thing we want to materialize in the most balanced manner. It's not going to come in at the imbalanced manner. It wouldn't bring in the idea that, you know, she gets over being less than and she moves into feeling superior. It's not that kind of energy. It can never do harm, can never hurt, can never control, and can it's only in the highest good. So... All right, now the process is set up, and this is now also set up for the next healing, so we don't have to go through this big expanded um, explanation. And all right, so Robin, let me focus on you for just a minute here. The Okay, well, this is interesting. I'm seeing this, this sort of dark energy that you're carrying inside. Now, of course, it's not all you, and I want to emphasize that this doesn't mean you're some sort of dark, evil kind of person. It's just a symbol a symbol that I see, and I'm seeing this energy of feeling the hierarchical thing, that somehow you're less than, you're lower than, you're inferior. I'm seeing it sort of permeating your beingness. It's affecting you at a lot of levels, and it's had a long time to build up, just eons of time. And I want you to feel your, I want you to open every single chakra because it's everywhere symbolically within, within your etheric bodies, within your pattern, within your physical body. I want you to open up every single chakra that are now very heavily uh, activated and, and very efficient. I want you to open up and let that black energy come out. And I see it pouring out. You don't want this anymore. It's all those feelings of inferiority and um, less than, and I don't deserve, and I'm not a good person, and I'm not an equal. I can't possibly, why would anyone be interested in knowing me? Um, why would anyone be interested in even meeting me? Because I'm a no one. This this whole idea of not being someone, of not seeing or understanding the totality of your inner beauty and purity and perfection. It's just rampant in there, and it's rampant for all of us. It's not just Robin. So let's all release this stuff, guys. But I'm focusing on Robin, so I'm really seeing you. It's as if it's a... It's as if you've opened up a, you know, maybe maybe it's sort of like this. When you shake a bottle of soda or something that's aerated and you shake it, shake it, shake it, then you open the top and it just kind of explodes out and that's the way I feel. It's as if you're just exploding out this energy. You are really determined. I want to call in some, well, it's, this energy you already carry, but we're going to activate the energy you carry and, and also invite in the additional resources that are out there because we're standing this incredibly powerful space. I'm asking that we, we activate divine equality, divine connection to the purity and perfection of who you are, divine comfort with yourself, divine worth and value. 
I'm also going to call in clarity of vision and expanded perception because this is very much where you want to go. You want to be able to bring yourself out of that limited viewpoint of yourself and expand to see yourself as one of all there is in that total equal sense. And so I want to call in that divine clarity of vision and expanded perception. Okay. Let me just go in a little bit more here. So I feel those energies. I feel a lot of that darkness is actually gone. You've done a really good job. There's still pockets, though. There's still some areas that I see. There's some pockets of powerlessness I'm feeling. There's some powerlessness. It's as if you've experienced many uh, times in different lives where you kind of proved your belief system to yourself because you felt yourself to be incompetent or you felt yourself not to be able to uh, handle what you should have, what you thought in your mind you should have handled. You, you have experienced many events where you determined yourself to fall short. And I want to I want you to just begin to release this this energy that the the powerlessness you feel and the also the the idea that you validated your belief system, that you are you proved yourself over and over again right, that you are really low. You're really the low man on the totem pole or one of the low men on the totem pole. And But I want you to also release and become aware that this is truly built upon misconceptions and misinterpretations. There are things that you uh, try to do. There's uh, much, uh, many attempts on your part in many lifetimes to, to do things, to be something for people, to help others. And you, quote unquote, fail not because you weren't competent and you didn't you didn't uh you weren't successful it's that your interpretation of the results made it look like you were a failure so there were times where you actually didn't fail but the results of what you were doing didn't manifest for months years or lifetimes later and with that i'm seeing a slew of souls i mean huge amount of souls that just literally came right to your front door so to speak they came right in to um just be there with a the gratitude they were unable in those lifetimes where you helped them to communicate that you had helped them. They didn't even know. They were so clueless and unaware that you had helped them. But what you did was you planted a lot of seeds. You opened doors that maybe the first door or the door that you opened didn't necessarily, quote unquote, fix what needed to be fixed. But that door led to three or four different other doors. And by the time they got to the eighth or the 18th, they were fixed, but they never would have been able to get to that 18th door if you hadn't opened the first door. So this is what I mean. It was built on a slew of misunderstandings where you interpreted the results as you're being a failure and you didn't realize. And those souls now have come, have stepped back. Many of them were on the rim of this wheel. 
and they they were coming in um, in part they to get help, but also to support you. And I want you to just keep releasing that powerlessness, those feelings of failure, that belief system that you absolutely are inept and incompetent. And why would anybody want you want to know you? Well, I can tell you from myself personally, from the first moment I met you, there was something extraordinarily special about you. And I can't even put it into words. And I feel that about most every single person, no matter what. So it's not unusual for me to feel, but I just want you to know that I'm telling you, you are extraordinary, Robin. And I'm really hoping, as is each and every listener, each and every soul, I'm hoping that each of you can release. And now what's coming up, another pocket, is pain. Because there's been so much pain. There's been so much self-criticism, so much self-attack, so much self-denigration, so much self-criticism. And I already said criticism, but self-judgment uh, that... It's been so painful for you, just feeling like you failed others, that you didn't help, the the sense of loss that you have, the sense of um, all of this uh, just really, it just sent you into a place of despair and misery, and there's just a lot of that, and I want you to really begin to release that despair and misery, that feeling that you came up short over and over and over again, and that you were the cause of people losing their lives even. You were the cause of their deaths. If there was an illness that went around and you weren't able to heal, you took on the belief that it was your fault. And this was many eons of time before the idea of germ theory of disease was present in the culture. And so what happened was there was based on false beliefs and misunderstandings that, you know, were taught by authorities, so to speak, and you tried to do, quote unquote, the right thing, but it didn't help the illness and they died. It had nothing to do with you, but you as we all have done, interpreted it as you were at fault, you were to blame, you, you, you. And I really want you to release all of that. I want to call in divine worth again, divine understanding and divine power. And again, I've used divine power a few times and I want to emphasize that divine power has nothing to do with the power that we Think of, you know, someone is power hungry or manipulating or controlling or misuses power and all of that. It has nothing to do with that. Divine power is a divine energy. And it is the most pure and perfect way to connect to all of that pure soul essence power that we have. It is our purest, most perfect, and most potent point of power. And calling in divine power helps connect that power that we have that can never do any harm it can never trespass it can never hurt it can never make mistakes it is pure and perfect for for utilizing for ourselves and if we want to help others and all of this all of these souls around all of the individuals around the rim are receiving the divine power because it is being provided not only for Robin, but for each and every soul, divine connection, divine connection to ourselves. We want to call in divine comfort, 
divine joy, divine acceptance of the self. Okay, which immediately activated or brought into my vision another little hot spot, which is the lack of self-acceptance. This is very related to the other parts that we've already worked on, but I want to work directly on the lack of self-acceptance because this bridges a lot of aspects of yourself. It's part of not accepting yourself uh, on many different levels. And (laughs) um, it's really big. So I want to, I really want you to work on pulling out all of that bramble bush that in those interrelated roots of lack of self-acceptance, you can actually picture yourself or imagine yourself pulling out all these roots from the totality of your beingness and it's pulling from all of those past and future nows. It's just you're reaching very, very deep with this one as you have with the others. But this one, for some reason, I'm seeing in a very intense way. The root system is coming out literally 360 degrees. It is so pervasive, this lack of self-acceptance. And so, it's so... um, so much a part of your self-identity. And um, I want to call in um, divine forgiveness and divine love because both of these energies carry proper self-love and proper self-forgiveness, proper self-worth and proper self-connection. They're very powerful, powerful energies, and they're moving in to facilitate, in a way, the removal of these roots. I also want to call in divine self or divine self-identity because I want to replace the self-identity that you are releasing, the the, the lack of um, self-acceptance. I want to replace all of those lacks with the total and complete acceptance of the self. So I want to call in the divine self-identity. And it's moving in through and around. It's moving both into the past nows and the future nows. It's moving down through the totality of your sojourn, your evolutionary sojourn, and filling the symbolic spaces left empty with this divine self-acceptance. And with it is going to be the comfort with the self, the joy of being the self, the valuing of the self, the divine self-identity, connecting with your own divinity. Wow. I really hope you can feel that because it's amazing. I see you now standing there. There's no more of that black in there, that black that was representative of this very hierarchical kind of viewpoint. And I want to now activate a a very simple symbol. I want to see you climb onto the escalator. Or maybe, nah, skip the escalator. I want you to see a symbolic helicopter right in front of you. And it is a helicopter of light. 
and it is very quiet. There's no noise. It's not like a real helicopter. It's a symbol. I want you to symbolically get into this helicopter and sit down. And I see you on the helicopter. I'm now going to ask the light to move you to that expanded perception and expanded state of beingness. And I want you to feel the comfort. It's just, it's just so comfortable. It's not, uh, it's not like a army helicopter. It's, it's like one of those ones that carries, you know, beds you can lie on, you know, anything you'd like. It's just full of light. You can create the inside just as you would like. And it's just beautiful. And now it's carrying you up and you can look down and see the beauty of your whole life process, your journey. You can you may not be able to see it in detail, but you can look over it and see what a beautiful, amazing journey you are on. You can even see pockets of difficulties. Just send in the light. That helicopter has, you know, uh, plenty of ability to, and so do you, to just send the light into those spots in your journey that were difficult the arenas that were challenging for you in whatever way. And have that light, just send it in, understanding that that those challenges do not define you. They are not who you are. They are absolutely not who any of us are. And so you're sending the healing right into the, all those challenges. And I see it going into future nows, too. So it's helping even in the future potential challenges. So you're healing those already simply by moving up the light in the helicopter and sending your own light intensified and, and uh, made completely infinite by all that we have brought into this energy field. And that light is healing the totality of your journey. Wow. With that, I feel like you have done a really good job and whew, I'm sort of in la-la land at this point. <laughs> um, I'm going to wind it down. The higher selves are putting you in a cocoon of energy and um which will help you acclimate for all the work you did. You did a lot of work. A lot was released. A lot was taken in. The desire at the soul level to heal is really um, present and determined, and it has allowed for a very, very deep healing today. I am looking forward to your actual experience when you're (laughs) at the event. But I'm going to just turn on your mic. Um, Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm I here. think. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That was that was that was, that was beautiful. Oh, oh my oh. goodness, I am so high. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, Yay. I I uh, high on life, boy. It was. Um, it was great. I, can, I just can't thank you enough and all those people who write in for healings and listen. It's just such an opportunity because I saw it happening for everyone. Every, and I didn't mention it, but everybody was getting on the helicopter. And it just it's just so amazing. And I don't know why 
I think of these images because I certainly don't think of them as I'm walking around every day. You know, my life is very mundane. (laughs) I'm like everybody else, you know, and then I get into these things and suddenly I'm getting these images and I'm like, whoa. So that's what I mean when I say this show is an opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah, that was that that uh, helicopter of light was great. (laughs) Well, good. I'm so glad. And you know, we never got. I never even touched on the fear. Just I didn't even touch on it. It was more of the self identity and you know all of that. Um, But doesn't mean that the fear isn't there because obviously you have it. So, but you have worked on fear too. So maybe it just in this case wasn't quite as important as this other stuff. I don't know. But you can work on yeah, it between yeah. the, on the event. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, there's, yeah oh, I'm hearing an hear- echo. Are you hearing an echo, too? No, I'm not. Okay, you, good. Maybe good, you need to turn good, off your good. something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I took it. I took it. I took it off of my speaker. Anyway, um, so that's that's fine as long as you don't hear it. The only uh, other thing I I wanted to mention is um, something that was really funny. Uh, at one point, you were talking about coming up short, and you know, a feeling of me coming up short in in lifetimes or whatever. And I I just had to laugh inside because you know, I am physically very very short. <laughs> And I just got this hit that, you know, maybe I chose to be short in this lifetime because it was sort of, you know, just this from past lives or whatever of feeling coming up short. (laughs) Yes, I I absolutely think that that's not as outrageous as as you think. I think it's our outer reality reflects our inner beliefs. So if there's part of you that feels smaller than others, shorter than others, less than others, you very well could have manifested as a result. Um, the, the idea of, well, I'm smaller than, so I'm smaller than. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. right. Which is, um, yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. I think always, you know, kind of wondered why I was so short. I mean, I've never let it bother me that much, but I, I totally get it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say the shortness does not affect who you are at all. <laughs> There's just something, right, no. something genuine and so beautiful about you as there is about every soul. And um, I'm just really looking forward to getting some feedback after you actually go to the event. Yes, yes, me too. And me also, too. that was me. Can't yeah. work again. You know, work on your own. Listen to this when we have it posted and. Do it some more. Yes, I will. I will. will. This was extremely powerful. Well, good. I'm so glad. glad. Ah, Keeping my fingers crossed for you because that feeling of feeling small and feeling absolutely terrified is one that I lived with in my earlier decades. And the memory has not... is right there. I remember it very well. It's just horrific. So, I wish you and, and anybody else too, any of the other listeners that that have that that small thing is that hierarchical thing is really, as I said, part of the human condition. We all have it in right, different degrees, right. anyway. But thank you so much, oh, Robin. Oh. As always, my honorary co-host. 
Thank you so much, Janet. Oh, you're so welcome. And I'm going to go ahead and turn your mic off and um, get going on the next healing so that I have plenty of time. I don't want to, you know, run out of time here. Anyway, thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, guys. So, now... um, let me go on to the next healing because we're, I still feel the energy field that is in place. We're still being held in the forever now moment. Even though I'm taking some time off, the higher self put it in what they call a freeze frame. And they allow us to stay within this energetic field. It's very powerful and very helpful so that I don't need to go through the whole amalgamation process again. Which, of course, you guys wouldn't have to do um, on your own, I do that because it is a group setting and it is an, also an opportunity to share and to teach and to um, explain things. Um, so right now I'm going to just briefly discuss the, the request from Eileen. She is, the, this is her second healing, I think. She had, or maybe it's her first healing. Anyway, I'm not sure, but she's the... Um, She's a listener from the Netherlands. So she says, now that she looks back, she sees how gaining weight was often triggered by the loss of a loved one in her life. Um, Could be a loss of a romantic relationship or a friendship. She said something that has been really hard. She says it's been hard for her. And she also remembered that she was perceived by people and her parents as being a sensitive child and was encouraged not to be sensitive, to be less sensitive. And so she wanted the healing to be, to neutralize more of the patterns that are blocking self-love and connection to herself. And the this issue is very much one we all have. It was one that Robin had, and there was the part of me that was thinking today it would work both of them at once, because that issue of self-love and self the lack of self-love and the lack of self-connection is one that was an element for both, and it's an element for all of us. So I almost did two set, two healings together, and I'm not. I decided not to. I've never done it like that before. I've done group healings many times, but not two individuals that have written in for specific healings. And I thought, well, I probably. Should We'll wait on going there, but it's it's a possibility down the line. I'm just letting my listeners know because it came up in my before my meetup group that I had this last week. It came up that I should combine two or three people who had similar issues, and I didn't do it for the meetup group either. And then kind of thought would have been a good idea, but somehow it just didn't all play out that way. In any case, um, be prepared; it might happen, and I'm not sure how it will unfold but I think it will happen. In any case, I did decide to help her individually, and she wants she's, she does her own work on herself, which is great, and I encourage everybody to do that. And she said that she wanted my guidance and my help to kind of speed up the process. And that's kind of how I look at what I do here, is that, first of all, it brings awareness in. It helps people become aware of 
patterns and issues and, and also how to deal with them, the neutralizing, the empowerment. But also it kind of helps with the jump start. And I know, how boring is this? But I'm going to bring up yet again the whole thing about the gym. When we decide to get physically in shape, we go to the gym for the first time and we look at, you know, 50 or 100 machines. There's, you know, dozens of classes we can take. There's all these weights and, oh, my gosh, and we don't know where to start. And so if we hired a trainer to just help us two or three times, the trainer knows, okay, this machine, these type of weights, this exercise, this rate, this this amount of reps, the trainer helps us get oriented to the gym and all of its opportunities. And that's the way I kind of think of myself, that I can help each of you get the jump start, like the trainer. Everybody, and this is what I lead with and what I want to emphasize, everyone can do this work for themselves. This is why I work so hard to get the information out, because nobody has to be special. We don't have to have a special gift. We don't have to go to school for, you know, get a degree. We can do this for ourselves. We carry all we need to do within. And that is the treasure, the gift. We can be self-responsible. We can handle it. Just like when you go to the gym, you get that leg up, you get some orientation, or maybe you look online and you see a video or five on how to use the machines most effectively on the different techniques that work best. You can learn stuff so that when you do go to the gym and you do it yourself, nobody else is doing it. You are doing it. Just like nobody else does the neutralizing, it's we lead you there and then you do it. And so that's that's the that's what I want to say, that each and every person can do it for themselves. But I do I don't mind at all. I enjoy giving being the, the leg up person. Um now her issue surrounds is is in part by this loss issue, this loss of loved ones, whether it's a relationship or a friendship and um a romantic relationship or a friendship, whatever, she's very concerned about it and it hits her really hard and she has times of weight gain because she she has a really difficult time when this kind of thing happens to her and of course can't we all relate. But before I begin the healing, I do want to just talk a little bit about change. Um, When change comes in our life, any kind of change, and often loss is part of it. It can be loss of a job. It can be loss of a home. It can be loss of uh, some sort of health, you know, our health in some way. In fact, we aren't victims. It is us, each one of us at the soul level calls in change when we are ready. Now, at the mind conscious level, most of the time we're not ready. What? I'm not ready to lose that friendship that meant a lot to me. I'm not ready to lose that romantic relationship. I'm not ready to lose my home because I it went into foreclosure. Nobody is consciously ready or rarely are we ready. And one of the reasons is that we're not ready is that we don't fully understand change, that number one, it's us calling it in, whatever it is. And the reason we call it in is because at the soul level, we want to dissolve the old and create the new. 
We're calling it in because we're ready to move forward. We're met, ready to move up the frequency level, so to speak, in our life pattern. And so we need to dissolve the old before we bring in the new. And I've used an an illustration before on the show and, and before, but it's been a while, so there may be a lot of listeners that haven't heard me use it. It's as if we have not a manufacturing plant, okay? So our life and all that we manifest is kind of like a manufacturing plant. So if we had an actual man- manufacturing plant and we were making bombs, we would bring in the all the materials, all the molds, everything that we needed, we'd put in the manufacturing plant. So what would come out at the end of the day or the end of the run would be bombs because that's what we're making. Now, if we decide we want to make bicycles, what we wouldn't do if it were a real manufacturing plant is we wouldn't just put in the, the bicycle molds and bring in the bicycle materials and just put all of those things randomly around the empty space because there's some empty space there around where the bomb-making materials and, and molds and machines are. We wouldn't just put them in any old place and sort of hope that the bicycles will come out because what would come out if it were an actual manufacturing plant is what would actually come out is bicycles with bombs for pedals or bombs for handlebars or bombs for spokes of the wheel. I'm making it a very silly example, but that's the point. When we decide we want to make bicycles instead of bombs, we have to clear out all the bomb-making material. We have to dissolve the old and then move in the new. The piling routine just doesn't work. The fitting things in and the just hoping, oh, if I just put in a few of those bicycle stuff, as much as I can fit in, maybe I'm going to get bicycles on the other side. It doesn't work that way, guys. When we call in that change energy, we it is an energy and it's a powerful, powerful energy and it dissolves the old, which includes loss, and it creates the new. Now, the we have the understanding of that. It can help with a loss. Just consciously, it can help. Now, I'm going to do a big healing on uh, Eileen for sure. I'm not going to not heal, but I just want you to understand, if you come to it with the perspective, that higher perspective that we just did with the helicopter and with Robin, if we come to it with a higher perspective that this change maybe, even though it seems like it's going to be negative, it seems like it's it's going to ruin our lives, my life in some way. If we come to the perspective and just with the understanding that, hey, maybe it's going to have that silver lining, maybe it's going to lead me to a better place, it will help us move away from some of the need to hold on, to dig in our heels, to do whatever we can to avoid the loss, to avoid the change in whatever way. And that we often do that. We dig in our heels instead of flowing with the energy of change. We dig in our heel 
are healed, and that intensifies the emotional issues more and more and more. It actually works against us because we're delaying on the dissolving of the old and the recreation of the new, and we're hanging on to that bomb, those bomb, <laughs> those bomb-making parts of our factory. We hold on to it. We intensify it. We're thinking, oh, maybe I even have to add more of the bomb making. And it just is problematic. So what I'm hoping for Eileen and for all of you is simply to come to the understand that the energy of change is very powerful. It actually is very calm. It's absolutely serene and calm. And it never brings the worst it might seem that, but that's our perspective. It always is bringing us to a higher level of frequency so that we are able to move forward in whatever way, because change is so massive in so many different arenas, like just trying to be general. So whatever the losses were, at the soul level, the soul is saying, this, this relationship is not in your highest ideal anymore. You've learned or you've experienced all that you're going to, all you will learn or all that you needed to learn or it's time now to add another element to the learning and the, the relationship will move out of your pattern and in will come the new. And the that relationship will be more rewarding, more um more opportunities, more possibilities. I mean, I'm trying to be really general here. But I want everybody to understand that change, and loss is a big part of change, some sort of loss, is really something that we've called in, and it's a very powerful, wonderful, positive energy. Now, okay. Um, now I want to really start the healing and work on Eileen's issues the loss and the perception of loss. I want to, and then of course, the self problems of lack of self love and lack of self connection. I've already done a lot of that with Robin. So, uh, but maybe we'll have a a new or an additional, not new, because <laughs> really almost nothing is new these days. We all have most of everything, and if we don't have it, then no harm, no foul. We just don't release it. In any case. Um, I'm going to see what comes up for Eileen on that and the higher self will certainly lead us there. All right, so I'm now asking to offer all of us to reconnect with the incredibly powerful energy field that we're standing in. We're, we're all part of the forever now moment field or the eternal now. I can see it is the, the future nows are being actively created as we speak from moment to moment to moment, and it's massive. And we are moving into, I'm going to say, the pure soul essence of the originating source of all there is. We are already there, but I'm reactivating simply the conscious connection. In this space, I'm asking that we all become aware of our own beautiful pure soul essence light, it is all one. We are connected with all there is, with the totality of the universe, known and unknown. We are also fully amalgamated with a conglomerate higher selves. And I'm feeling the 
energy field to include the totality of the fifth dimensional realm and every realm within the human kingdom universe. And it's just an amazingly powerful field of energy that I have even a hard time articulating because it is so powerful. Now what I'm seeing is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Eileen, I have to take a little drink of water. I'm sorry. Eileen is moving on to the Rainbow Bridge Hub, and Robin is no longer there, and the other souls that were with her are no longer there. And I'm again going to call in any and every soul to join us um, that are interested in the whole theme of uh, the difficulties with loss. And also the the idea of blocking self love and self connection, so or lacking it in some way. And again, I see many souls move in. The souls that were here for Arlene are still present. Um, this once a week opportunity is pretty great, guys. Because and the souls are really partaking. It's really great. And I just again have to thank everyone. So again, it's so huge, I can't even keep it in my visual field of imagination, so I am shrinking that that symbolic wheel down. I'm seeing the connection to the Rainbow Bridge already in place. I'm seeing the connection to the pure soul essence of the earth, that divine material balance already in place. Um, and now I want to focus on Eileen. See what I'm coming up with. Well, I, I have an interesting symbol that presented itself. I didn't understand it for the first second or two. She's on that symbol that I've used in the past, but it's being used in a different way in this particular case. She's on the in the basket of a symbolic hot air balloon. You know those balloons that you fill with air and, you know, it, it's tethered to the ground um, by stakes and there are bags hanging off it. And as the heating element, whatever it is, works to heat the air that goes into the balloon, it rises off the ground as long as the um, tethers are released and then eventually can only go so high and you let go of the various bags that are hanging on it. And um, it's just interesting because what I'm seeing is this real desire, this real motivation from her, from within her, to move in and expand, to, to move through the expansion of the higher perception, the higher understanding, the higher um, ideas of self and of the world and of her place in the world. All of that, she's like... It's like that heating element has just filled up the balloon with so much heat. The balloon is just straining. And this is who she is at the soul level, just straining to, uh, to, to move with this flow of energy. And in fact, so many of the individuals here are in the same boat. She is not alone. The energy is so powerful. And so there's so much of a push and a pull these days with the energy field in the universe and, and on this planet 
specifically as well. So we get a double thing from this planet. So we're moving, we're being all being sort of pulled in this same direction. But she's very attached to those tethers. She's very attached to what's holding her on the ground. She worries that if she disconnects the tethers, she's going to just be free-floating and just um, absolutely lost, that she won't have any direction, that she won't have any control. So there's a big fear here. There's an attachment to the tethers. There's an attachment to to whatever is in her life. I'm not getting specifics, but it doesn't matter because we all get attached to our tethers, whatever they may be. So I'm I'm seeing that, and there's more than one. There's several here holding her back, and she's straining to move, but she's so attached. She's just un, been unwilling to release the tethers. She's foresees that when those are released, she's going to be buffeted, buffeted around by the winds and absolutely unable to have any control whatsoever of her life pattern. So for Eileen, I'm saying, Eileen, I want you to begin simply by releasing the fear of loss of control, the fear of change, the fear of being out of control, the fear of... It's it's it, it's hard to put into words, but it's as if you see this gigantic open sky and part of you just can't wait to have the freedom of moving into the sky and being able to explore and move and discover. But this other part of you sees that sky as the big unknown, the big, you know, boogeyman in a way. Oh, if I don't hold on to the rules, the regulations, the the various outlined steps or structure and how my life should unfold and the, the right way to do things, that somehow you're going to be just completely lost and be on one of those rope bridges that go over a big chasm and they're just flopping around with the wind and you get on them and you're just being there's no solidity there's no sense of safety there's no sense of foundation it's just moving and and you know just being buffeted by the winds that's the sense that you feel inside about that big sky that you are just going to be at the mercy of unknown factors the unknown what would come around the corner you go through a cloud or around a tree or up a mountain and what's going to come at you, but there'll be an airplane that comes around that mountain the other direction and just rams right into you and you're done. That's the kind of fear I'm feeling here, just this tremendous fear. And as a result, you're holding on to those tethers literally for dear life. There's a very deep sense um, that you could lose your life. There's a very deep sense that you could lose your way to the point where you become lost. And so I want you to release all of that and all of the others that are part of this healing. I want you to release all that fear of being lost, that fear of the unknown, the the terror. There's actual terror here. There's terror of being blindsided, the, having the next shoe drop, that there's no opportunity for you to have any kind of warning, and you're just going to be blindsided. There's a lot of terror here, and I really, really 
want you to release that. And while you're working on that, I want to call in this divine change energy because it carries this tremendous amount of serenity and calm and divine foundation and divine um, understanding at the very highest level. The And also divine connection to the self and divine love, which brings in that self-love. I want this foundation to be building within you from the, from the empowerment level so that it enables you, and again, divine serenity enables you to release more of the terror. And this terror is, is not based on nothing. There have been many elements in your life patterns in the past, as there have been for all of us, where there were so many unforeseen events, experiences, that you didn't have any forewarning of and did mean loss of life or it did mean you, in essence, got lost. There were even times where you were um, part of hunting parties for a game. You were part of um, exploration parties to discover uh, things. You were part of things that where you actually physically were part of these teams that moved out in some way to seek and search for food or for water or for places to live or for to contact other people. There's myriads of reasons here. I'm not getting any specifics, but there was actual times where the party got lost or the... Um, the ground shifted in some way. There could have been an earthquake. I'm seeing actual ice moving over like glaciers. I don't know why this is coming up, but I see moving on glaciers and crevices coming up and just literally the party and you included falling into it. And this feels very, very old. But in any case, there are actual patterns that you've experienced in past lives. So there's reasons for holding on to those tethers because you have had things hitting you out of left field, blindsiding you, totally unexpected and totally unpreventable. And so I want you to release the trauma and drama of those kind of events, the, the terror, because death was never instantaneous, rarely. For the most part, death took some minutes and even hours, even days, there were times where you were wounded and, and through the dying experience, the, the whole nightmare of the whole thing was relived and re-emphasized. And you just, when you did lay aside the body, you brought all that horror right with you at the, and that, at the mind level. And it became part of that soul uh, experience that you held on to. Now, the interesting thing <clears throat> that I'm just perceived, <laughs> excuse me again, is the, when, when I was talking about that, suddenly one of those tethers got cut. There's an element of conscious understanding and all the releases you did that's helping you see that you, you, you're holding on to that tether for dear life and it isn't about dear life. Yes, of course, there is always the element that we could be 
you know, driving on the freeway and somebody creates an accident and then we're in an accident, there's always going to be those elements of the unexpected. But somehow the terror about it, you released enough that that tether literally, it just disappeared. It just broke. Now you have still have some other tethers here. And okay, I'm seeing one of them having to do with the relationship mate issues specifically. This tether is all around the the feeling that you need somebody else to get through the life pattern in some way. Either that person is providing food or money or shelter or help, and there's a part of you that feels unable to do it for yourself. And again, this is built on reality because there have been very difficult lives where it has taken a team of sorts, whether it was a team of two or a larger team of a village or anything like that, to survive in some very difficult times, times of starvation, times of uh, poverty, times of illness, that kind of thing. So there has been real events that this is happening to, and already I see that tether being released. It Because what you're doing is, and what I encourage everyone to do, is you're releasing the belief that you can't do it yourself and that somehow you're not enough. You're not enough to do it alone. And so you're releasing it, you're releasing it, you're releasing it, that somehow you're unable, you're incompetent, you are only, like with Robin, less than or inferior to in some way. And my feeling is that that healing on Robin, because that also came to you even though you weren't listening, is somehow helped you in this arena because I feel a lot of that issue uh, releasing very quickly. It's as if you've already done some work on it. And so um, I'm calling in divine self-worth, divine self-value, divine self-respect, divine understanding of your own divine power and your divine capabilities. So those two tethers actually now are gone, and I'm like kind of amazed because it's happening quickly. I see three or four, three others. Actually, there could be more, but I'm seeing three others. I don't know that I'm going to be able to get to them all. Let's see what happens here. Um, okay, I'm focusing on one, but I... Uh, I'm changing my focus because I'd like to focus. I see two on one side of the basket and one on the other side of the basket. The two, I first focused on the far one, but I felt like if that far one dissolved, that the other two would be so strong they'd still hold you down. And that I didn't didn't sit well with me. So what I wanted to do and what I do want to do is I want to focus on the two together on one side because my feeling is if we can neutralize those two, the, the last one is literally going to be too weak to hold on to the basket. That's my hope. Okay, so I'm going to 
now focus on the two, and they, they, they're two together. It's like they're working hand in hand. And I'm not, I see them cooperating with one another. And it's as if they are, they're in this co-created agreement to support one another. And boy, they are determined not to let you go, not to let that basket of light, that hot air balloon symbolic basket to move you into higher levels of light. And I'm not fully grasping what they are exactly. So instead of getting that first, I want you to just begin. You're standing in that basket and I want you to lean over symbolically and simply send, hold on to the tops of the the rope with your hands. And I want you to symbolically Send the light down those two tethers. And as actively, as active part of that light, I want you to send divine love and divine gratitude. Divine gratitude is really important because these, this, these seem to be part of you that in essence has protected you over, the, over many lifetimes, has um, helped you... Uh, through difficult times in some way, and they they don't want you to to move into arenas that they're not familiar with. There's a very deep comfort level with the difficulties you've had in life because you found ways to either work around the difficulties or make lemonade out of lemons or see the silver lining in some way. These two things feel very much like coping styles, defense mechanisms, things that have helped you adapt and get through some of the very difficult times in your life. And it's the sense that I have is, one, you feel like if you release these tethers that you will have no other inner resources to get you through tough times. It's as if you're in that either-or viewpoint that if you release the known, I mean, it may not be consciously known, but what you have experienced and felt for so many eons of time at the soul level, the known ways of dealing with difficulties that you will have no control, no ability, you'll be absolutely vulnerable with no help. And it isn't an either-or situation, and I want you to first send divine gratitude and appreciation for all of the parts of you that were were able to find the workarounds, the help, the the silver lining, the the ways to stay safe or safer, the ways to uh, help both yourself, your family, and others, because you you had a lot of... um, resourcefulness and you have the ability and manifested a lot of helping yourself. You actually have a lot of capabilities. So first you want to send the gratitude to those parts of you and the divine love and the divine um, acceptance, but also the divine understanding that by neutralizing these old self-identities and these patterns, of how you handle yourself, it doesn't mean that you are all of a sudden not going to have resourcefulness. 
doesn't mean that you're suddenly going to be completely vulnerable and helpless. So there's a an element of belief that you'll be helpless without them. And that's what I want you to release. I want you to send the light in and just send the light to neutralize the feelings of helplessness, the feeling that you will be helpless and powerless and out of control from if you neutralize these patterns. It's the fear of loss of control, the fear of being vulnerable, the fear of being without your inner resources. And you're doing a great job, and I'm seeing it also working on the one on the opposite side of the basket. It's turning out, it's working on all three at once, and the light is dissolving them, and I'm seeing them become less stuck I'm seeing them get thinner and thinner, and I want you now to literally symbolically see your hands as scissors because it's just very thin threads now, very thin threads. And I want you to say to yourself, send in that love and that appreciation, that gratitude, and I'm going to call in inner strength and inner understanding, divine strength, divine understanding, and that divine power, and I want you to cut the last two strings. See your fingers as being, you know, uh, scissors of light. And I want you just to disconnect those last two. And you did it. And when you disconnected those, the third one also disconnected. I want you to send the light down the third one. There's still some darkness there. I don't think it's important we know what that issue was because it was so tied into these two issues that it was getting healed simultaneously. And so I'm seeing you now beginning to rise. I'm going to call in divine joy, divine freedom, divine experience, divine possibilities, divine opportunities, divine expansion, divine unfoldment, divine creativity, and divine foundation so that you feel the bottom of the symbolic basket to be all the foundation you need. You have everything within. You have everything with you in this journey. You know, I have you in the basket, but that foundation of the basket is really within you. It is that divine, pure soul essence light that you are. That is your foundation. And you are absolutely creating all, you're dissolving the old, and now from within, you're going to materialize. We're going to, again, bring in the divine material balance. You're going to materialize properly without the piling of the bicycle parts in and amongst the bomb parts. We are dissolving the old, and we are now going to create from that divine place within you We're going to create that beautiful unfoldment that you deserve and that you so wish for yourself. And I'm seeing the bloom symbolically move up the frequency levels of perspective, of vision, of understanding, and I'm seeing the freedom and the joy moving in. It's just really beautiful. And so I'm feeling really good. The higher selves are giving me the thumbs up. I feel the forever now moment 
closing. It doesn't close completely. It's just it closes to encompass the totality of the human journey for some reason. And the it's just their symbol that they, they use for me. They're indicating that they are placing Eileen in that cocoon of energy to help her with the acclimation and the um, processing of this big energy shift that she did because she's let go of a lot of those tethers to that hold us, all of us, afraid of change and finding loss to be so difficult. So now the perception is, as it's growing and moving up the evolutionary uh, or the frequency of understanding and thought, the the idea of loss is really becoming much smaller, much less a part of your vision. And you're seeing it now, like with a helicopter for uh, Robin, you're seeing it more from that higher perspective, that this that change and loss is an opportunity to dissolve the old. It's our way of moving out the old and then becoming that phoenix and recreating ourselves at the more expanded uh, frequency levels of understanding and perception. Okay. Wow. <laughs> With that, I am whirling in La La Land at this point. I, I hope you guys got a lot out of it and I'm hoping, Eileen, that you will send some feedback again. Just as a reminder, I will not be having the show next week. I'm going to be traveling. I'm unable to do it, but it's only just for that week. I will be back and right on track with the show the week after on October 29th. So the October 22nd, I will not be having the show. It will be dark. Um, so for those of you who are live listeners, and tune in, did not hear this announcement, I'm sorry. We will get it on the website. We will will at least post that it's a temporary, um, it's just a temporary condition for that one week. (laughs) Anyway, I really want to thank Eileen and Robin big time for this opportunity, as I always do, and I just mean it from the bottom of my heart. It's just such an opportunity to help a lot of people to um, share understanding and, you know, give you guys choices and um, be that jumpstart kind of thing. And when I come back, I know I already have a request for healing that first week I'm back. I may end up having another one. I don't know. But when I can, I will get back to my aging, illness, death, and dying. The healings have to come first, so I'm as long as I have two healings, I will delay the next topic, which will be the dying topic. Now, I know you might think, oh, it's so morbid, but in fact, it's very uplifting and very helpful, and I think you guys will love it. It's just that the healings have to come first, and so in that way... Um, I can't, it may be delayed, but I don't want anyone to be dreading it. It's actually going to be very helpful. And I guess with that, and thanking you all again from the bottom of my heart, reminding you again that there's no show next week, but I'll be back on the 29th. 
I will sign off and with all my thanks and appreciation and love for all of you. Okay. Bye-bye.